you for listening to this message from the North Gate. So, you guys get the pleasure, and I get the pleasure of introducing Papa Ed and Miss Jeanette. Can you guys just give them a hand, give them some love? Listen to you guys, and um, I just pray that you'll bless, and I thank you for what you do for the city, and for Jeanette and I, and for our kids, yeah. and the kids of the city, and I pray abundant blessings, physical and mental, yeah. to you and your kids, to your moms and dads, and to yeah. your siblings. Yeah. Amen. So, what's in a name? That's her question. Tonight. This is going to be kind of fun. So, yeah. this is no like, stress. Okay, pretend like you're in our living room. That's what we were thinking about. Okay, we were sitting on our couch chatting about this, and I said, "Let's not be nervous about it. Let's just sit in our living room and invite you guys in." Um, there's a couple of verses that we got for 2023 that we've written down and added them to a frame, and those are what we're looking at for this year, and that's what we're sharing with you when um pastor called us and asked us to be to speak tonight we were both like oh boy and as soon as and then i said wait a minute he already gave us what we need to talk about you know it's already there and then ed went through his devotional book and he just kept pulling out verses and pulling out verses and we were like we got this we had too many verses actually i didn't bring them all <laughs> He's so good. He's so good. So our question was, what's in a name? What's in a name? Oh, um, with all the babies here at the Northgate, there's a lot of parents that have really considered names, um, really thought about what, you, what this baby is named um, my daughter, Kelly, was not named until she was three days old because Ed and I didn't know her name. It wasn't, we just couldn't just say, okay, this, she's going to be called this. And three days old, Ed walked into the hospital room and she, he said, her name is Kelly Michelle. And I said, yes, it is. We knew it was that. It, was, it hit our hearts. We knew that's who she was. And, um, and we've seen that in you guys. There's a few um, mom and, moms and dads in here that have sent me um, names, what their baby's names meant to them. And um, I know I didn't get them all, so forgive me. But um, Wade Ryan, his name means go forth, little king. Oh, so good. Arabelle Dawn, the time of beauty has begun. Wow. Wow. Yes. Titus James, honorable one, will supersede and replace. Um, Even, how do you say it? Evangelina, Jaina, is messenger of good news. Victory. Yes, yes. Okay, so now you get a few verses until Jeanette comes back on. So (laughs) 
th this is one, okay. Good job, Kevin, or Michael, whoever, Michael, sorry. Okay, your source, Yahweh, defines you by your name. Now, there's two names in there. I just put Jeanette and mine in place. Dear Ed and Jeanette, let me remind you of the meanings of your names. Engage your thoughts to follow the direct and easy path of grace. Then you will together fulfill your mission in the Lord without distraction. Every single word in the, in the Bible or that he speaks to us is important, and we need to listen. But when he takes a minute to say, let, re, let me remind you of the meanings of your names. You know, we think about it, hey, Dakota, I want to make sure I say that right. You know, these names we didn't use because we couldn't say them right. We don't know what they are. You know, it's important. But what does God think when he speaks your name? Okay? What's in a name? That's what we're looking for tonight. Okay? And it was so exciting to get this verse that says, if we just engage our thoughts to follow the direct and easy path of grace. Direct our thoughts. If it's hard, if it's not going well, if we're not thinking of grace or love in what we're doing, it's not the right path. Stop. Take a breath. Breathe in God's grace, and your foot will land on the path of grace. Then you will fulfill your mission together without distraction. Simple. It's easy. The path of grace. So Jeanette and I were thinking about some names that are used here at the Northgate. More than, there's like two or three of the same names, and... Um, just what they mean to the to the Northgate family. So, um, the first one is Jimmy, Pastor Jimmy, Jim, James. Where is James? Okay, okay, Co okay, Cookie. I don't see him here either. This is kind of a slight crowd here tonight. They must have knew I was going to be talking, huh? But could it be that Yahweh gave us the ability to supersede and replace? That James, that's what it means, supersede and replace, okay? So could it be that he's given the Northgate, us as a family, he's highlighting by giving us more than one Jim, one more than one James, can we supersede and replace cancer with health? Can we supersede poverty? with prosperity. So when we say the name James, Pastor Jimmy, what is he going to supersede and replace by the next words he speaks? You know? Um, Ashley. How many Ashleys do we have here? We have one, Ash one Ashley today. Tonight. And, and the other Ashley's watching. Um, that one, it, I pulled up the name and it said Meadow of Ash Trees. But the cool thing that I saw in there, um, was that the verse that they put with that, Isaiah 61, 3, 
you to give them beauty for ashes. That just stood out. That verse, beauty for ashes, and then the that they will be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Ashley's name is a meadow of trees, but it's a reminder that our ashes will be turned to beauty and that we will be planted as trees of righteousness. I know. Okay. So then we have uh, Beth, Bethany, and Lisa that are all derivatives of Elizabeth. He, it, that means promise of God. Um, I think about the promised land. When I hear the promised land, the promise of God, I think of the promised land. You know, the grapes are really huge and the fruit, you know, and the trees are big and we got to have everything we need. It's kind of like gifts. But what if the promise of God was that I'm going to be with you always? What if that's what he's telling us through the names and he wanted to make it special to us. He wanted us to catch that because he gave us two Ashleys. The next one is John or Johnny or Johnny B. (laughs) Yes. That stands for God is gracious, kind, courteous, pleasant, graciousness. Okay, then we have Joseph, Joey, Joe, Joe Mitchell's not here, Joe Channel's not here, Joe Yanish is here though. That's right, that's right. Ah, That means God will increase, God will increase. He sent us three Joes, maybe more, is that how many we have? Um, Let's see, that, but, and you think about that with money, increase, you know, that's the first thing your mind goes to. But when Ed prays, he prays for our physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, and financial. All of it. Could that be increased? And he always says, in abundance. In abundance. In abundance. He, uh, you know, he starts it out and he just kind of goes through it. And then it's like, in abundance. Yes, increase. Okay, then we have uh, Joshua. I don't see Joshua Manichi. Joshua Kales, I don't see. But I do see Josh Bell. Josh Bell. Yes. And I, I'm so thankful for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> for your dad, Abaris. I pray this will be a great year for you. And I know it sometimes is going to be tough, but Yahweh will make a way for you. You just have to keep looking for him. You don't have to look hard because he's always there. Just turn your eyes upon him. Joshua means blessed by God. Blessed by God. Joshua, Josh Bell went to heaven. And he's sitting up there making sure that we're all blessed. All of us. I'm sure he's just saying, hey, I'm there tonight. Yes. 
Then we have Patricia. We have, I think, maybe just two of them. They're the matriarchs of the family. It's Pat and Trish. Which means noble one. Noble one. Yes. Oh, yeah. sorry. I skipped Michael, and that's probably the one that has the most here. Yes. <laughs> My, Michael Manichi. Yes. We have Mike Savage, Mike Clendenny, and Mighty Mike Thompson. Yeah, that's what we call him. We call him Mighty Mike, yes. I almost forgot you guys. <laughs> and that means who is like God? We all are. We all are. That's an important thing that Yahweh wants us to know about this family, is we are like him. He is making us into his image. He made us into his image. Yeah. Sarah's. Yep. Sarah Garris and Lucky and Sheer. Yes. They, that name means princess. Princess. Yeah. The next one is Sammy. Sam. This one's your name. Samuel, Sam, Sammy. We call you Sam the man. And also the moose, who's not here today, but his name is Sam also. And, and we have to add Samantha to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sam, Sammy, you're just it tonight. Do you know what your name means? God hears. He hears what you say. He hears every word that comes out of your mouth. God hears. So good. So good. Okay, and then there's another Joey just came in. Yeah. We have the five T's. Anybody want to guess who that is? Okay. Yep. Yes. Tina, Trent, Tyler, Taylor, and Tatum. We have multiple T's in one family. We have to take notice of that, too. Yahweh's trying to tell us something about our family through the names we have. Um, the Eber letter Tet is T, and it means that we are surrounded by his voice like a basket. Just think about it. Just think about that. It was so important to him that we knew that we are surrounded by his voice that he set in the heart of Jimmy and Tina to put those names together so that it would be highlighted in our family. Those are our traits. Those are our characteristics. Those are our values. That is who we are. When, we're, when our name is called, he, is, he looks at who we really are, not just our name. Our name means so much more to him. He thought about our name, and he put it in the heart of our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents until it got passed down and it got handed to you. And then he called you into the North Gate to remind us who we are. We are a family. We are the North Gate. We are these names. Okay. Adam, I have to start with this one. So these are kind of single names. Yeah. 
Oh, and he's not here. Please don't get, yes, he is. Yes. Don't oh. get offended if your name isn't called. <laughs> I couldn't find all the names. So, um, but Adam, I, I, we looked that one up and it came to, it means man. And, and I was like, man. And then all of a sudden it just hit my heart. Adam's here to remind us that God made man, man. And woman, woman, female and male, husband and wife, those covenants, that was his first, the first thing he made, Adam, man. And that's something that is going to be always upheld and honored here, is who you are. Go ahead. Doesn't matter. Okay. Then we have Rhonda. She means Rose. 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 And your wife's name is Rhonda also. So we have two Rhondas. I'm sorry. We didn't I, realize I didn't that. realize Yeah, that. yeah. So there's two Rhondas here. So. so maybe your wife's watching. Yeah. Good. Because we almost, since Rhonda <laughs> wasn't here, we almost didn't do it. But we must have, yeah, we must have had a better plan. Okay. Go ahead. You do. Okay. So we have hope and heaven. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> hope is good and so is heaven. I thought, too, it's so exciting that Yahweh specifically picked you out to say, your name is Hope. He wanted you here. He wanted hope at the North Gate. Yeah. yeah. And you, you guys live together, don't you? Yeah. Hope in heaven. Go. Wow. Nice. Um, let's see. Jordan. God's love is flowing down on us. Flowing down. That's so good. Um, Jesse. Jesse means he sees. Yahweh sees. So he hears and he sees. His eye is on us. His heart is on us. Naomi. Beautiful. Two names. Yeah. Oh. Beautiful and gentle. Yeah. Um, Elias. My God is Yahweh. My God is Yahweh. Hannah. Grace. So good. Um, then we ran into a couple others that we that didn't realize that they were multiples. Jeremy and Jeremiah both mean God will uplift. We don't have to uplift. He does. On, you know, that's, there was a double there just saying, yeah, Jeremiah and Jeremy, both the same name. God will uplift. Bill and Liam. Both mean. Valiant protector. Yes. Valiant. Bill and Liam. William, I guess. That's where it comes from. William, yes. And uh, Valiant Protector. Another one, Eliza and Lita. Both mean joy. Wow. So again, we ask the question, what's in a name? How do we, how we understand our names? How we say our names? How, how we think of names? And, and we put honor to them. We want to say 
the name and say it correctly, but what does God think of? What does Yahweh, Abba, your creator, think of when your name is called? So in 2 Corinthians, in the Mere Study Bible, it says, I am overwhelmed with gratitude. Wherever my travels take me, I am so aware that God leads us as trophies in his victory parade. What he knows to be true about us diffuses through us like a perfume of sweet aroma everywhere we go, celebrating the success of the cross. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Let's see. This was a, these were the two verses that, that the verse before this and right now is, are the two verses that we got for 2023. Your source, Yahweh, defines you by name. But he doesn't look at it like how you look at it. He says, what is true what he knows to be true about us. We need to just change our thinking, metanoia, change the way we think. And when we're looking at the North Gate, you're all here because God called you here. Your name means something. Armin, your name means something, I'm sure. (laughs) Just Roy, your name means something. Travis, each one means something and we all need to be here we're all called here for a reason okay every single moment you are thinking of me how precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought oh god your desires toward me are more than the grains of sand on every shore when i wake up each morning you're still with me remember that amaris One, one night when I was sleeping, I woke up like about 3 o'clock in the morning, and I just heard the words, I blanket you. And I thought, wow, that's weird. I blanket you? That doesn't even really make sense. And then I thought, that's probably important. And I said it three or four times in my head, and then I fell right back to sleep. So when I woke up in the morning, I, j- I thought, oh, man, i got to remember what I said, what I heard. I blanket you. And um, let's see. This is what I heard. I blanket you with my presence. My name is Yahweh. It's the very breath that you breathe. He's made his name so special that even without us knowing it, we breathe his name every time we breathe. Yahweh. So whether you know him personally, whether you are too young, or you're at the end of your life and you don't have many more breaths to breathe, your breath is speaking the name of Yahweh. Um. He said, knowledge 
comes from knowing that I am with you. That's your inhale. Your inhale draws me in and your exhale leads me out as wisdom into the world that I have placed you in. So we're breathing him in. Then we're breathing. Just knowing that he's, he's with us is, puts wisdom out into our, into our beings, out into our world. He said, I blanket you. I am not your blanket. You can't fold me up and leave me at the end of your bed. You can't toss me off and leave me laying over the back of the couch. I blanket you. Love, Papa. Meanwhile, we know that the love of God causes everything to mutually contribute to our advantage. His master plan is announced in our original identity. He pre-designed us and engineered us from the start to be jointly fashioned in the same mold and image of his son, yeah. according to the exact blueprint of his thought. The exact blueprint of his thought. I just love the Mere Study Bible. And sometimes it just comes, the exact blueprint of his thought is what's true about you. We see the original and intended pattern of our lives preserved in his son, he is the firstborn from the same womb that reveals our genesis. He confirms that we are the invention of God. We are the invention of God. He thought about us, and then he created us. You are not a mistake. Where you are is not an accident. You have been called and drawn to this family. So I'm just going to read that in the, in the Passion Translation. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. Yes. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his design purpose. For he knew all about us before we were born, and he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son. This means the son is the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. Amen. That's all the reading, but now I have a little story. Are you done? <clears throat> so, you know, like, about my past, a little bit about my past, because my dad lived to 100, and you guys all were there and celebrated his 100th birthday party with, with us, and I appreciate that. That was, like, one of my dad's highlights, <laughs> even though he didn't really know most of you. Um, but I want to tell you a little story about Jeanette's grandma and great-grandma. So when her grandma, her great-grandma Nemeth is her last name, was uh, nine years old, and that was over 100 years ago, her dad, which is Jeanette's great-grandpa, put her on a ship over in Europe and came over to America. And the point I'm trying to make there is uh, the weaving, Yahweh's weaving of her life and my life. Um, you just don't know how God's working. Um, but I'm saying all that, um, and that's, I'm not demeaning that, but the thing I wanted to say is like, 
and I see this with I see this with everybody here, but I, I see it a lot with Jeremy and Josh and Joe and Lisa Channel. Uh, all the time, I see them bringing lots of kids to church. Um, Yahweh is the source of all inheritances, okay? And sometimes we're the initiator of that, sometimes we're the beneficiary of that. I don't know what you where you fit in there, Jeremy. <laughs> I just see like would Liam Liam's grandchildren <laughs> are saying, you know what I you know what my papa did? They're gonna be talking to his to Liam and his grandchildren. They're gonna be saying, My papa took me to the North Gate in Streetsboro with Jimmy and Tina were the pastors. And, he, and they were taught us how good Yahweh was and how kind he was, and he took care of your whole family. Yeah. And Joe and Lisa do the same thing. I see the same thing. They, and all of you bring the kids in, but they just stand out, those three families. I just appreciate that. The things you're doing... You might the right not things. have you know might not have know your backstory. I know a hundred years of mine. Yeah. Where my family started a a dad in Europe saw the war coming and put his his daughter on a ship and just sent her over. She was nine years old. She was by herself. Just sent her to America. And because of that story, I'm here. I got to meet this guy. He's my treasure. But you might not know your story, but you are the story. Your name, what's in your name, that's who you are. And you're part of the North Gate. And you just keep doing what you're doing, and then they're going to see your kids and your grandkids and your great-great-grandkids are going to come back and say, you know what? My papa loved me. He taught me that Yahweh loves me and he's good. You be the beginning of the story. You be the one that they talk about a hundred years from now. That's the inheritance that you have for your children and for and that's what we have for the children of the of Streetsboro. Those that don't have are fatherless. Those ones that need something else that have never heard of Yahweh. Abba loves them, and he's drawing them into here. When you go through the grocery store, when you go to the post office, when you walk around your city, your name is being, it, it said right here that who you are is like a fragrance that's just diffused as a sweet aroma around, just let him do his thing. Just like he said, open up your heart and just let Yahweh tell you who you really are. Um, then, so what, what better way to start 2023 than to listen to Apostle Damon's blessing over us? We heard it the other night um, as he talked about communion, and it just pulled everything together, and we just wanted everybody to be together today as a family, 
And let's stand together and listen as Apostle blesses us. Something that he kept saying, I think he said it three times in total, but he said, you have found the place where the process can be completed and it is time for you to deliver what you carry. And I I think that's happening on a lot of different levels. And I want us just to lean into that by faith tonight, that that is a prophetic decree that is waiting for somebody to just say yes and amen for me and my house. You have found the place. That's crucial. And it's interesting that they had to go back to their hometown for the census. Interestingly, let me say, and I want you to, I want you to hear this, and I won't spend a lot of time here, but it's important. The, I don't care what your Bible says. There were no inns in Bethlehem. Okay, they didn't have hotels. It's a terrible translation. There were no hotels in Bethlehem. They would have been returning to stay with family. Family rejected them because of the suspicious surroundings concerning Mary's expanding belly. And many of you, when you got here, everything wasn't easy. And oftentimes, opposition, I'll say it like this, for me, all the time, opposition is a prophetic indicator of potential. Opposition is a prophetic indicator of potential. If transition has been difficult, it may be screaming to you what you carry is bigger than you thought it was. There were no ends in Bethlehem. They expected to be received in a way they were not received. Interestingly. So therefore, they end up finding the one place that says, you're welcome here. We don't care about the suspicious circumstances surrounding what you carry. What you carry may be mystical. What you carry, nobody may have ever carried before. What you carry, nobody may be able to understand. What you carry, you may not even be able to explain it, but it can be born here. And if this becomes the barn that we open the doors to, to say yes to you birthing something supernatural and mystical, then we say yes to what you carry. And that process where it feels like doors, I feel it all over my body right now. That process where it feels like doors have been closed, they're going to begin to open supernaturally. That process where it feels like roads have been blocked, they're going to begin to be open supernaturally. That process where you feel like you're lonely and misunderstood is coming to an end. And you are finding your way into a place where you don't have to explain the mystical thing that you carry. You don't have to explain the mystical circumstances surrounding how you came to be carrying what you're carrying, but it will be able to be born here. It will be honored here. It will be celebrated here, and it'll change the world from here. So I say it's enough for me to know I found the place. It's enough for me to know I found the place. Whatever other circumstances are surrounding it, I celebrate that I found the place. So I say to you, some of you that have carried some things that in, this is very important in my heart. You've, I saw it as soon as Brent started to talk. You've carried some things that you actually had to hide in other cultures. Because if they knew, you, you knew there was a good chance you'd be rejected at, or at least misunderstood and ostracized. And now you're finding a place into a culture of people who say, that doesn't move us. I know that's a little weird. That doesn't, we actually like it. We know that's a little different. We know that's a little out of the box. 
I thank God that you're carrying something mystical, carrying something you could not be carrying if it were not for some type of supernatural encounter that brought you to this place. So I invite you into the place where it's safe for you to birth the unusual, mystical, supernatural thing that you've carried. And maybe the process has been, uh, maybe the process has been lengthened because he was jealous that you did not deliver this somewhere that it wouldn't be honored. And some of you have carried things for years and years and maybe decades and possibly generations that have been waiting on you to find the right place where you're able to deliver. So I say to you, the water is going to break this year. And you and I are going to begin to see financial dreams come true. Dreams of entrepreneurs are going to come true. Dreams you've had concerning family are going to come true. Dreams that you and I have had concerning the miraculous are going to come to pass. Dreams you and I have had about having a voice into Babylon to see things change to the glory of Yahweh. This is the year. I feel like saying to you, this is the year you have found the place and you are coming to the end of the process of wondering why it has not come to pass yet. It's going to come to pass and it's going to come to pass quickly. I feel the glory of the Lord saying to you very quickly. Very, 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 very quickly. And you're going to look back and you're going to say, I thank God I didn't birth it there. And I thank God that they rejected me because he was saving what I carried. It was too important. It was too beautiful. Let me say it like this. It was too holy to be birthed anywhere else. It was too holy to be birthed anywhere else. I feel this. It was simply too holy to be birthed anywhere else. So doors got closed and doors got closed and doors got closed and doors got closed. And Yahweh said, now that's the perfect spot. That's the perfect spot. You know, what's funny about that is as soon as Mike started leading worship earlier, you know, the beginning of that first song, we sang it a thousand times. I speak to barrenness. Yes. And I was praying about it because, you, you know, obviously we're believing for a natural born yes. baby. Yes. Yes. Zion yes. is his name. Speaking of names. Yes. And so as I'm praying into him, like, that's not it. That's going to come, but that's not what I was like. Why is this jumping out to me? And I'm, I'm sitting there, and it's coming to mind, and then you play this video, which I had no idea you're doing. And he said, this year, the water's about to break. You know what barrenness is? It's not just having babies. Barrenness is you're dry. There's no fruit. Yes. A barren land is one that just gives up dust and thorns. Right. So when you hear barrenness, don't just automatically go to having babies. If yes. you're believing for a baby, go there. But, but it could be the business. Yeah. It could be the relationship with your mom that's never been good for 20, 30 years. Yeah. Right, right. Right? Yeah. The barrenness, the water is going to break in 2023. And I, and I want to, mm-hmm. I did a word study one time on the Greek meaning of name because all of the, all of our scripture, especially John 17, was jumping out to me. Father, I kept them in your name. Like it's got to be just more than the title we call each other. Right? And so I went in depth and looked in that in the lexicon, and it means the essence of a person. Yes. Their yes. nature. Yes. 
their attributes, their character. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you just, if you come up here and you just heard with natural hearing, let me say it like this. If you just heard thunder, you're going to say, oh, that was a cute little message from Enginette. That was nice. People's names are great. They mean great. But if you actually peer in to listen, it's like looking into a mirror of who you really are. Especially those of us who had a word of the Lord concerning our names. But I say it even like this. No one had a prophetic word to name me Michael. I was actually supposed to be Michelle. Kind of weird back in anyways, and uh, but like so even if some of your parents were supposed, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Lord said this said uh uh-uh, uh uh uh, right. and it reminds me of little Benjamin, born in pain. His name is the son of pain, and the dad stepped in and said, "Nope, he's the son of my right hand. Yes. You're not carrying a legacy of pain. Right. You may have been birthed in pain, but you're not going to end there." Yes. And Man, as you guys were talking, Ash, I know you're getting wrecked tonight. But I wanted to reach over and just yell like Dutch Sheets did Pastor Jimmy one time. That's a word of the Lord. And look at all the kids you have. A meadow of trees. One acorn. Not a thousand trees. A thousand forest. And that whole message was for you. That's the word of the Lord. I want you to believe for that and stand on it. He's given beauty for ashes. Your legacy is going to be intact in the earth. Mm. They mentioned victory tonight. In Isaiah 61, it's either 60 or 61. I think both actually. At the end it talks about garland. Depending on the translation. That's crowns of victory. Back in the olden days before they... They took garland and they made a crown. Which is probably why he wore the crown of thorns. Stephanie. Stephanie. But there's a victory in this. Yes. And Jeremy, that same thing for you. When they, when they were talking about God's going to uplift you, man, I was like, that's a word of the Lord. Yes. That's a word. Everything you're going through, it's a word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Because the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And if he sees reconciliation happening and restoration, he's like, I can't let this happen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes before you break the sound barrier, the jet gets the most resistance right before yes. it breaks. Yes. Begins to shake, screws get the jarred loose, and then it breaks. <laughs> Smooth sailing from there. And you and I had a conversation on the phone. And in that conversation, you told me she's moving up here, that you're flying her up here to come live. And I thought you said a different name. Do you remember the conversation? I couldn't make it out. The phone broke up or something. And I felt the spirit of the Lord hit me. And I said, there's something about her name. There's something about her name. And I'm like, what is, I thought it was serenity, something. I can't remember what I thought it was. And you said, no, her name is Samantha. And that's a father's voice to declare, no, God has heard this situation. And the time of separation has come to an end. So before you even flew up here, your father and I were praying for you. 
and it said your name is an announcement. And then here they are tonight. And we called you both up and you were getting ministered to, receiving from the Lord, being touched, right? And then here they call and declare your name. You haven't been coming here long. Your name is included in the family. Let's stretch our hands toward her. Listen, I know this is weird. There's a lot of stuff you're like, I made no sense. We've all been there. You're in good company. (laughs) Tongues, everything. I have no idea what this is, but I feel God, okay? We've all been there. We all have bad stories, trust me. So (laughs) you're in great company. So, Father, we, I thank you in that phone call. You told me that her name is an announcement. So I just declare over Samantha and Jeremy, the entire Kale's family, God has heard. God has heard. And he will uplift you. He will uplift you. God has heard Andy heals. When you said that, I looked up Josiah. God supports and heals. Because wow. I looked it up years ago, but I forgot about it. Yeah. So God has heard, he supports and heals. Yeah. I've been there, Dominique, when your name was called out by pastor. Yes. Yes. And we all looked it up, we're like, whoa, that's in that name? Yeah. So listen, you could choose to hear a cute message tonight. Do you feel that in the room? Or you can lean in a little bit deeper. So what are you speaking to me, God? Because you know what my name speaks to me? It's not like who is like God, like who looks like him, who's in his image. You know what speaks to me? Wonder. And when I'm the closest, when I feel the closest to Jesus, you know what the one thing I could boil it down to is wonder. And it's not who looks like God or it's who's like God. There's no one like you. And my middle name, I won't tell you because it's, it's kind of an annoying name, means wisdom. Yes. So, good. so whenever I feel like I don't add up, no, 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 no. There's another part of me I may not be walking in yet to the fullness I want to see, but I know what my future is. It's wonder and it's wisdom. And I look at my son, God has heard. Yeah, I know he'll be prophetic. I know he'll lead worship, but I know he'll heal. Why? Because God hears and God heals. Listen. Listen to what they're speaking to you tonight. And I tell you what, what you got for the five T's? Holy moly. We're surrounded by God's voice like a basket. You know what that means? Come here. Jeremy, come here. Ashley, come here. Dakota, come here. You could tell from every pre-service prayer we ever had what aspect of God's voice is coming. When you get a little too legalistic, guess whose voice you hear? Grand champion of grace. (laughs) Ain't about doing all that. It's about this. Just bellow in his glory and be thankful. The teaching wisdom that's on these two. Come on. The prophetic and mysteries that's on him. Come on. The stuff that she does, she declares, and not even just what she declares here in the microphone. The behind the scenes, 
structure and the real estate stuff, we're surrounded by God's voice. I don't know where, I don't even know where there's a house. Guess what? There's an aspect of God's voice coming from real estate right into you. And I'm here and I'm right here in the middle of the family. Just by being in the family, you're completely surrounded by the voice of God. You hear him for yourself, then you hear him in Joey. You hear him in Steph singing tonight. Come on. You hear him in Dexter. You hear him through a piano. Come on. You hear through a crying baby. Because sometimes a crying baby, you have to realize, as annoying as it could be, that was a promise that wasn't before. And you hear that crying baby, and you're like, my God, that's an answer to prayer. And I pray I never forget that about my son. That's why I like when pastor talks about it, because I forget because I live every day with them. But it reminds me, hearing that story as a testimony reminds me, it's not just a kid, he's a promise. It never looks like he's going to be behind, or this and that happened, or this and this happens, or something tries to get on, or any kind of interruption. Nope, God has heard, God heals. Man, go deeper in this thing. Dale, I gave you a word like a year or two years ago about your name. And you come back with all this. Ah, he, he leaned into it. I gave him a name about his, something about your last name. God wants you to take you in his chambers and unveil chambers in him. And it sounds like cliche. You're just saying that because his last name. And this sucker comes back a couple months ago. He's like, check out all the chambers God showed me. <laughs> Learn from that. Learn from that. Seven chambers he's encountered in the Lord and God's given him unveiling. That's a message for you. That's a message. Whenever it's supposed to come out, you'll you'll know and he'll give you the open door. Do you hear what I'm saying tonight? And I want to say this. You guys use Psalm, and I'll end on this, Psalms 139. Got to pay attention. Listen to this. Listen in close. He's speaking to us, but he's actually speaking to Jesus in Psalms 139. Okay? That's Jesus talking to the Father through David. Okay? Which is just a whole nother can of cool. If you could bottle cool, that's pretty cool. Happy New Year. But did you catch, did you catch this? For the very first time I caught it tonight. How numerous were the thoughts toward him from the Father? What, did it, what was the parable? What did he say? As, the, as your thoughts toward me are as, they're innumerable, they're as the grain, they're more than the grain of sand on every shore. Do you know what he's saying there? Who else did he say something similar to Pastor Jimmy and Tina are the cornerstone linchpins, father, mother of this house. Yes. It's never going to change yes. until it's time for the hand off the lazy per sake. Yes. Okay. But you know when he thought about seating them here? He thought about Naomi. Yes. Thought about Averly. Yes. He thought about Elias. Yes. Are they not Christ's gift to us? When he thought about the North Gate, he thought about the Mitchells, he thought about PJ, 
You thought about your parents? Thought about your mom, Roy? Thought about you, Amaris? Did you ever catch that before, Ed? His thoughts toward us is not only for our goodness and blessings and prosperity, which I'm 100% on board with. It's for the families put us with. Here's my thought toward you. I love you so much. Let me give you and Jeanette Heaver. You feel that? My gosh. I love you so much. I'm going to put a worshiper named Malia in your life. To when you feel like you don't feel like worshiping, you're going to see her dance. And those wings are going to fly off her and catch her your shoes. And you're going to dance whether you like it or not. And you feel like you're just swarshing to the same song again. Yeah. I'm going to give you Armin. He's going to start doing some crazy things on the keyboard yes. that you're not used to. Yes. And then you're going to, then I'm going to give you Elder Mike and he's going to smile. <laughs> and it's going to light you up and rock your world. Yes. Come on, let's, let's give Jesus applause for everybody. Especially Elder Mike, because he's my favorite. Come on. Listen, stand to your feet. Father, I thank you, God, that I'm surrounded in this kingdom family by your voice. And that voice is diverse. It looks different. It smells different. It sounds different. But it's, it's diversity of tongues, like it was in that upper room, where 120 of them got a piece. You know what that was? The tongues of Christ being divided among the core foundation of the church. Man, I feel that. The divided tongues was the tongue of Christ being set down on the church of that day. So I thank you for the voice. I say, let divided tongues come upon us again. Not, I'm not talking in a division. I'm talking the tongue of Christ come. And I'm not even talking the prayer language. I'm talking how we treat each other and how we talk to our spouses, how we talk to our kids, how our kids talk to us. Let holy tongues of fire rest on this house. You, Northgate, are God's thoughts toward me. Your kids are God's thought toward me. God, let that sink in. And I pray like Dale did a couple years ago. For the last two years, we lean in to what a father and mother in the city try to teach us tonight. And not just think it's cute and move on, but let's lean in. Who am I really? You know what this is, Heavers? This is God unveiling another dimension of who we are. Yeah, right, right. And who we are to one another. I literally looked up his middle name. I said, there's an aspect of healing. I don't even know if anyone's ever prophesied over. But as soon as you did it, I knew to go look it up. And I looked up God supports and heals. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that as anything that ever tries to attack. And there's healing first off in him and in his essence through Christ. Healing is in his essence. It's in his character. It's in his attributes. It's in his nature.
and then when ministering to others. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from the North Beat. If you would like to donate to this ministry, please go to www.thenorthgateoh.com and click on the link at the bottom of the